Welcome back to Dyson Friends, your weekly serving of magic, mayhem, and misadventure. I'm Joey, your host and dungeon master, and a year ago today, Greg and Nolan showed up at my front door to talk about starting a D&D podcast. Oh my gosh. That was a year ago? It was a year wow. ago today. We sat at my dining room table and they sold me on the idea, and here we are. Time flies when you're playing D&D. Yeah, yeah, it does. Uh, anyway... Uh, you all, well, most of you at least, leveled up <laughs> twice last uh. episode. So definitely roll. If if you're going to roll, at least now's your chance. Oh, sweet. Rachel, you're going to roll with me? Uh, I can't roll with you. <laughs> That's fine. I guess I'll just roll two D8s right <laughs> Don't now. Worry, I'll Let's roll go. for you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, my first roll oh, is look, a seven. Look. Ew. He rolled look two eights. Look at eights. that. Two eights. <laughs> wow! Right. My first roll was a seven. I can see the oh Impressive. <laughs> okay, I got a seven and a four, so not bad. Not eleven bad. No? plus four. Okay, okay, I got fifteen health. That's pretty good. <sighs> Anyone want to guess how many hit points I have now? Like total? Total. Have you passed a hundred yet? There's no way. Yes. Really? Oh, he's easily passed a hundred. I'm squishy. I'm at seven. My, my oh. con modifier went up. But yeah. the ability oh, score boy. increases. So, yeah, wow. I'm rocking 108. Nice. That's before my temporary HP. <laughs> hey, everybody. I'm excited to record again. Uh, Nolan is my name. Uh, my <laughs> intro is a little sloppy today. I apologize. I'm also not going to do the alliteration. I just don't feel like doing it. <laughs> that was short lived. <laughs> But I so I was looking at like, you know how like there's all these like fad diets going on, like you have the paleo diet, uh-huh. the keto diet. I was thinking like, I'll, I'll start my own. It'll be like just like macadamias and cashews. And I was thinking, actually, that's just nuts. You OK, Joey? Are you proud of yourself? <laughs> I think he is. <laughs> I think he is. <laughs> that's really bad. <laughs> Hi, I'm Greg, and I play JR. Uh, you're ASMR warlock now. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Ooh. he had a, a change in his identity last episode. How do you think he's going to take that? Is he going to be like rubbing it in our faces? Is he going to be like flapping his wings every chance he gets? I don't gets? think he, he still doesn't have his wings, so I don't know. Well, oh, he you, doesn't have wings? You do have your wings. You do? Oh, they grew back? Yeah. Yes, they oh, did. I thought they were like uh, no, those that astral was things. Oh, okay. Yeah, there was a lot of stuff revealed. So an interest, a fan theory, and this isn't about this podcast, but it's something interesting. So uh, this is about the Lord of the Rings movies. There's a theory that Frodo doesn't know Legolas's name. <laughs> what? Because he never says it. Yeah, he never says it. So at the end, when they're, when he's, everybody walks in and he's like, Gimli, yeah. in all slow motion, he doesn't say anything when Legolas walks in. <laughs> and the only time Legolas talks to him in the movie is when he says, you have my bow. Yep. They never talk to each other. So really? the theory is that he doesn't know Legolas's name. Interesting. <laughs> That's such a hobbit thing to do. <laughs> Maybe they're having a torrid affair and they're trying to make it look like they don't know each other or By don't like each other. Overcompensating. Huh. Never talk to each other. But then they, you know, sneak off behind a convenient boulder now and again. I just assumed he was racist <laughs> against elves. Like, you know, they got smooth feet, not these big hairy things, and they're tall. That's mm. true. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Um, hey, I'm Rachel. I play your resident uh, glass cannon, except I'm no longer Tana the glass cannon. I'm Tana the glass water gun. And <laughs> so, yeah, that'll be fun. Finian, Aaron. <laughs> Yeah, I have an identity crisis. I'm not sure who I am. Am I Finian? Am I Aaron? 
In my waking life, I don't know anymore. In my dreams, I I dream of Durgus. <laughs> I dream of Durgus. I dream of Durgus. There's the bonus episode. <laughs> I dream of Durgus. You have to do a little, like a little noise. Yeah, it's a sitcom But it's now. a pig snout going. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty much who I always have been and continue to be. <laughs> I mean, uh, we're in episode, what, 39, so people know you by now, right? Yeah, I'm not yeah. changing into an ASMR. Right. I'm not becoming less druid, you know, because I'm scared of my abilities or whatever. Yeah. You know. <laughs> I just realized me. if you, Greg, ever have Jared channeling fire, I'm going to call you a firefly. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. You know, you wouldn't believe your eyes. 10,000 fireflies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, it's Sarek. I play Heen the Scion, and I always talk after that guy who plays Finian. And so, I find that you're always saving the day from our horrible intros from all the jokes. What? Tiefling sex and yeah. puns? Yeah. Stuff. It's brilliant. It does go hand in hand. Oh, yeah. Tiefling sex and puns do go hand in hand. And now Joey just completely derailed my intro. I had like, Made it worse. I have like yep. such small like mental capacity, I guess, that he compliments me, and now I'm just like... Duh, what exists? That's why you play intelligence scaling characters. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's living the fantasy, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's why you just got to hit him with those puns, then he leaves you alone. Oh, that's <laughs> he doesn't want to talk to you anymore. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember now what I was going to talk about. So a couple weeks ago, um, I started believing my cat could like teleport through the door or some crap like that. Yeah, I think we talked about yeah, that. Yeah, and everyone's just like, uh-huh, okay. So I figured it out. My roommate is a troll, is all I have to say. Normally, I've had like friends who we don't play jokes on each other. We're not those type of people generally, except, yeah, he's been letting my cat in, closing the door, and running. And so by the time I have my headset off, I don't even hear it. I don't feel the vibrations. My cat's just in the room. <laughs> so what a freaking troll. Good job. Thank you, roommate. <laughs> Mystery solved. Whole lot of revelations in I, these past few episodes. I haven't caught him, so I don't know if he's wearing a mask. Yeah. <laughs> How did you find out? Did you observe this behavior, or did, did he finally he fess you? up? I put it together and I laid a trap. <laughs> so, laid a trap, a bear trap. So yeah. I was playing a game with this guy, and I realized he he was trolling us in the game, and I went, "Wait a minute! <laughs> Holy crap! So much starts to make sense." And so I laid a trap. So I put a. I put a, I stacked a couple like soda cans on top of each other and I filled one of them with screws. And so that way when the door opened, it went just all over the place. In the instant that happened, my cat goes, holy crap, and dashes into the room to hide. And I just see the roommate trying to close the door as fast as possible and run down the stairs before he <laughs> gets seen. But I got him. What a game of cat and mouse. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, raise your glasses with me, please. I think his roommate's pretty big. Maybe it's cat and moose. <laughs> okay <laughs> here's to the gods may they be watching over us today cheers. cheers cheers speaking of them before we begin i actually owe jr a sword uh the one from strymir <gasps> now our patrons didn't want to replace lightning rod so instead uh I, apparently strymir's thunder just merged Lightning Rod with the new one. Oh, that's so, sweet. Uh, here's the new version of Lightning Rod. It's a plus three longsword. It deals an additional D6 lightning damage on hit. And it has six charges, regains a D4 after a long rest. 
So you can use one charge to goad them as normal. However, it uses your spell save DC now instead of 14. Um, you can spend three charges to cast Call Lightning or Lightning Bolt. And you can spend five charges to change the weather to Stormy. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. And the fact that scales off of his DC now too, yeah, that's fantastic. Way better. How many magic items have you ever come across that just have such a crappy DC? You're just like, this effect is the coolest thing ever, but we're level 18 and its DC is 12. And so suddenly you just can't ever use it. And add insult to injury, it usually has an attunement slot too. Yeah, hmm. yeah. So this is nice. That this is very nice. Future Joey here. This chapter was originally called It Is Written, but I'm going to call it Winds of Change instead since, well, you'll see. So welcome to chapter 39. I hope you enjoy the ride. Let me roll my two d20s real fast. Oh. Okay. <laughs> someone's getting something really bad and someone's getting something really good. That's actually <laughs> really crazy. He rolled a two and a 19. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. That's weird. Mo, you're the last to come to. You wake up in a cavern fashioned a bit like a dining room, complete with a long, fancy table. The last thing you remember is eating the fruit given to you by the hegemon, the first of many steps to becoming a giant, a demigod. Around the table sit the rest of your party, as well as Gonk, Egret, Emperor Kavis, and Ravi. There's no food, but there is a ton of dust. It looks like Strymir hasn't had company in a very, very long time. <laughs> uh, notably, Strymir himself isn't present, nor is the hegemon. Gonk responds to something Egret said. Uh, the group is already in the middle of a conversation when you wake up. Friendly dwarf need rest. How else she become big and strong like Gonk? Egret laughs. Oh, it's quite all right. My weaknesses are filled by my friends. Besides, Jaya needs the help. You notice now that she's healing the thin white scars that web across Jr's body. Also, Jr has wings. I'll, uh, I'll lean in and try and act like I wasn't the last one to wake up. <laughs> right, right. I totally agree. <laughs> Jared, is that what the fruit did to you? Well, I didn't eat the fruit, remember? Wait, then what am I looking at? Oh, wow. Apparently I'm an ASMR. Been this whole time. Uh, ASMR don't have scales. Well, no, that's something else. <laughs> you should see a doctor about that. <laughs> You seem awfully cavalier about it. Is it, I don't know, something you always knew? Nope, just found it out. <laughs> All right. Uh, human emotions always... Uh, always Ace of our emotions, apparently. <laughs> My apologies. I'm standing next to you, just kind of curiously folding and unfolding your wing. I'm processing this really well. <laughs> <laughs> Robbie looks over to you, Mo. How do you feel, Motus? I, I feel kind of good, like... I don't know, that was a really good fruit. I mean, like, I wouldn't say no if there were a few more laying around. Well, I, I believe that is the plan. This is only the first step. Oh. You'll notice as you look at your friends that none of you are giants yet. Uh, I guess I didn't really process the fact that we're going to, like, become huge. Huh. <laughs> Great. In the literal sense or in the uh, presence sense. I believe both. Oh. Great. I know. I'm exhausted, and I can only imagine that you all feel so much worse. She stands and stretches her back. 
Maybe I can find us some beer before the hegemon is ready to leave. Anyone want anything? Yes. Um, yeah, I'm down. I also have a question for you, Ravi. Of course. Um, I'll look over at Soul Render, and then I'll like lean in and whisper, how did that guy eat his fruit? <laughs> Where? Stab it! My fruit! Where is Soul Render, by the way? Just on the middle of the table. Okay. <laughs> he uh, wants to be part of the fun. He's like a shish kebab with like a bunch of different yeah. fruits going up the blade. Yeah, so I think JR stabbed him into the root of the tree, and then the hegemon, I guess, must have just used him to slice his fruit open, and that's... <laughs> I, I guess that's what happened. You know, I'll go for a beer. There is, oh, an, yeah, there is an apple that is now floating in a dinghy and has been there for what feels like 30 years. Oh, that's sad. Oh. Huh. <laughs> yeah, and JR's old little raft. Uh-huh. Was it JR's raft? Come on. <clears throat> <laughs> it was Robbie's. Even in his own mind, it was Robbie's boat. She stops in the room's gaudy gilded door. Uh, thank you all for being here. I know you all may have your doubts, but the world really does need you. And then she shuts the door behind you and leaves to go get beer. <laughs> uh, everything's gone to fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Are you okay, JR? No, look at this. <laughs> it's the back of my Does this tickle? I'm tickling your wings. Can, can you feel that? Can you fly? I don't know. I haven't tried them. Well, I mean, I was flying before, so I guess it's not that strange. <laughs> so, uh, JR, well, uh, on that note, like, I could tell you're going through a lot. So, like, on a, I'll, like, start rubbing my neck. On a, like, on a scale of, like, 1 to 10, like, if you got some news right now, like, how badly would you react well, let's see. Uh, I learned that my my dad isn't my dad. He also killed me, and my real dad was an ASMR Orin, who you know, right? And I, I mean, I never got to really talk to him, and I'm pretty sure he did some sketchy stuff too. And then uh, my other father figure just kind of died too after disintegrating me. So uh, that's pretty brutal. So what? Uh, what else you got? I Come mean, on, just lay it on me. That's like a five on Mount Orum. I mean, it could be a lot worse. How? Oh, oh, it could get worse. I guess I'm just <laughs> pulling off this band-aid. <clears throat> I'm gonna physically scoot my chair like three feet away from JR. Okay. <laughs> so your brother betrayed us. What? Anyway, uh, how are your guys' power-ups? What do you, what do you mean? He, huh? No, no, he didn't. He helped us. <sighs> Mo, what are you talking about? Yeah, Mo. Let's say hypothetically. <laughs> um I because kind of hung up on the whole like situation and maybe I went and talked to a specific tiefling that was Why in prison. Why would you do that? Uh, I just needed to know what was going on and it was just like really one-sided at the time so I went to talk to him. Maybe hypothetically I talked to him and he might have told me that your brother was actually working with them because wow. he wanted to get rid of the gathering storm. But yeah, Edgar definitely betrayed us. No, no, a tiefling tiefling's a lie. No offense, Tana. Uh, uh, mm, I don't. That's kind of actually tricky. I wouldn't say that Tiefling lie unless it specifically causes chaos, but since he wouldn't have been able to see the chaos, I'm gonna assume that he told the truth. No, it's breaking up a, a tight knit family. That's chaotic. It's only chaotic if he sees it. Otherwise, he doesn't really get to reap the benefit. I, I, I don't believe it. I also I don't want to be good. that guy, but that family wasn't really tight knit, my guy. Hey. 
<laughs> Why was Edgar helping them? Because he really wanted to get rid of the Gathering Storm, and they also wanted to get rid of the Gathering Storm, so they kind of just mutually worked together. Why do the Tiefling want to get rid of the Gathering Storm? I don't uh, understand. I mean, he was trying to get rid of the Gathering Storm, so maybe he was working with the Tiefling. Okay, listen, all I'm trying to say, look, I, I had to go talk to him because it didn't make sense. Why would Why would people just try and destroy it for no reason and it kind of sounded like they have a reason what's the reason their goal it sounded like is to the real path to freedom essentially is to destroy the scale they said that there's no reason to have the seven rise again if the scale is gone that does sound like something the tiefling would do Hmm. so they want to destroy legal or me, I have a lot of scales. Uh, I don't know. That actually makes sense. <laughs> they were trying to get JR. I, the literal interpretation was that he was the blue sun, so perhaps it is scales. No, it, it is not scales. Well, I mean, he specifically said destroy the scales. I think it was destroy the scales to get rid of the balance. It was something like that. I don't know. He, he kind of whispered in my ear and it was like really aggressive. I kind of panicked. <laughs> Why would he want to share something like that with you? It's it, it, He thought you were his enemy. Wouldn't he rather give you some untruth? Well, the, the, I went over there because I just wanted to talk to him like person to person. I wanted to know. I asked him, why, why were you trying to kill me? I've done nothing to you. And he was explaining that we're kind of. It's that the fact that the seven is maybe the problem. I, I just I don't know. I don't. I, did you guys really not want to know what they were doing? I mean, I don't want to just just who who knows who's right. <laughs> I just assumed they were doing chaos. Kavis chuckles. Oh. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were alone. <laughs> Excuse me, this is a private conversation. <laughs> the rest of the seven are not allowed here. <laughs> just the three. They are tiefling. Of course, they were just causing chaos. They would oppose the seven because we represent balance. But no one just causes chaos to cause chaos. He'll look to you, Tana. Well, is that quite true? It depends on the tiefling. But if Mardani's behind this, she causes chaos for the sake of chaos, but she also causes chaos for the sake of her own ambition. You saved this tiefling's life, right, Mo? Uh, yeah, I mean... You spared him? Yeah. As chaotic as we are, there is a sort of code among tiefling. We don't like being in other people's debt. You saved his life. He told you what you needed to know. I do believe that. I mean, that, that makes sense to me. <sighs> Either way, this is inconsequential. This has no bearing on our current mission or objective current mission to become demigods stomping all over the planet great you know it, it occurs to me we're trying to bring about balance right and by the most ridiculous way possible we're ascending seven demigods why not just kill the last remaining three <laughs> uh... <laughs> <laughs> Those sound like inside words that just became outside words. Actually, why don't we just kill the last three remaining demigods? What? Wait, time out, time out. Why? No, that can't. Why would we do that? That doesn't make sense. First off, 
I'm not like really educated in this stuff. Okay, so isn't Finian's god Malice still alive? <laughs> and I'm pretty sure like that's a good god. So that's, like, why would Finian is fin- glaring at me? <laughs> Finian's god is He's mercy. Burning a hole through Mo's forehead right now with his stare. I mean. I mean, I know it sounds crazy, but hundreds and hundreds of years ago, we had 10 demigods stomping around the planet. And what good did that do? And now we want to add seven more, including me. Me? You want to be stomping around Mo in your giant gi and me, the chaotic tiefling, and what that's going to bring balance? Wait, do you you really think my gi will grow with me? I, I get it was a stupid idea. Sorry. Fear of failure is a poor reason not to try. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying I agree with this, but the tiefling I talked to at the prison said the same thing. Uh, Tana has an interesting point. I've, I do? Yes, actually. <laughs> uh, uh, actually, in the sense that nobody has ever presented the history this way. The life underneath the demigods was terrible and awful and in fact it even took the gith empire's collapse to overthrow them but someone must have had the vision to do such a thing life has only gotten better since then for everyone maybe her idea is uh is the greatest path towards balance i don't think the tiefling implied that they would be destroying the demigods. I think their intent is to overthrow and destroy Lugal, which would bring utter chaos to our world. Ah, yes, uh, scales are often the symbol of justice and power. Wait um, a minute. Lugal would... May I interject for a moment? You keep speaking of killing demigods. There is always the po- possibility that at least one or more might willingly step aside. <laughs> They do such a thing. Mo's Mo's point of them being never mortal is a fair one. It does raise complexity. <laughs> oh, high five, Tana. <laughs> uh, okay, but high five. I, I'm, all I'm trying to say is we've both brought something to the conversation. Oh, hey. We're geniuses. <laughs> <laughs> I would not know how to begin to give up my power. Would they? You can't seriously be considering this. They're not. We're just joking. Hey, sir, this is a, this is a conversation for the seven. <laughs> At the very least. Yo, Mo, I saw your future. And I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Wow. Wow. oh, my God. The whole table just pauses for half a second at that. Oh, what? <laughs> At the very least, we should consider all avenues. Um, simply walking into something blind is not seeking the truth nor seeking for balance but seeking your own way I will push the uh, pomegranate aside in my pocket that I have not eaten and pull out the book of omniscience we could always ask to see if destroying the last three demigods would restore balance Joey you're just over there squirming are we what's wrong go ahead (laughs) okay I'm gonna do it I will take out the book of omniscience and I will ask if we destroy the last three surviving demigods, will that also bring balance to this realm? Um, opening the book, as always, you find immediately the page where your answer was already written. Mm-hmm. 
And the answer is yes. Either having <laughs> 10 demigods or zero means there is the correct amount of magic to no. balance oh, the golf. No. Mo, I really am a genius. I, I don't like this plan. I'm going to give you so, another high five. I'm not high-fiving you. For those of you not sitting in the room, Joey looks like he's sort of on the verge of tears. Uh, <laughs> All the colors drained from his face. So, well, Kavis feels the same way. Um, I spent my entire life striving for peace, but it was always just beyond my grasp. And now, now that we have the power, the chance to become demigods, we can actually accomplish it. And you're saying you would rather slaughter the three remaining? Or ask them to step down. I'm gonna lean into JR. Hey man, that was like a joke, right? What? So, about my future? <clears throat> no, I can actually see the future. But like, is it actually that dark? Oh my God. <laughs> I'll just pat Mo. Mo. You're a good friend. <laughs> oh, this is going to get so old so fast. <laughs> yeah, I, I I, do believe that Trageth, if presented with this argument, knowing that mercy is about balance and uh, perhaps Trageth would step aside mm-hmm. and relinquish his power. If we're going to make a decision, we have to make a decision quickly. Do you feel strongly about that? Because as soon as Robbie comes back, we're not going to be able to go. I I don't know. <sighs> I really don't want to become a demigod. You know what? I got one question left. How about we just ask? Okay? Okay. Okay. Whatever. Not going to wait for your assent. I'm just going to ask. <laughs> <laughs> I will ask my last question in the Book of Omniscience. If we explain the situation and our idea to Trageth and ask them to step down peacefully, would they? Yes. Oh, shit! Trageth would. Oh, this is happening! It's really chaotic, Uh, and I like this. (laughs) Gonk will stand. Well, no greater foe than demigod. Gonk accept challenge. This is really happening! (laughs) I'm just flabbergasted Uh, at this point. Holy crap, Tana just hit this one out of the park. Um, We should leave. Uh, Agreed. Where are we going? Uh, to talk to a demigod and kill a couple more? Okay, listen. Well, I I, I haven't agreed to this plan yet, so let's just put a pin in that. Um, <laughs> there is a whole island of tieflings that apparently want to kill Lagol. We should probably deal with that first. I'll kind of like motion to all seven. I think that's something we would all agree with. My grin abruptly disappears. <laughs> <laughs> the destruction of Lagol would have profound consequences for all creatures on this planet. Kavis furrows his brow. Yes, I agree that we should deal with the tiefling problem. The other uh, gods, however, I, he'll... he'll can, can, no I just, has... can I just ask, almighty oh, DM? I mean, like, let's just pretend that the tiefling were able to get rid of Legal. I mean, what is the worst that could happen? I mean, it could get pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, like I mean... bad, bad? Or, like, a little uncomfortable? I mean, the five of you were presumably missorted into malice. The verdict is still up about Finian. Resemble <laughs> 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 that remark. Oh, so but like imagine all souls... that on a grand scale. Oh fuck! I mean, that's not that big of a deal, is it? I don't think we need to go to Mount Orem for that. No? Yes? I, I'm sorry. I I like the charge to retake the capital of Belial. And Kavis has a really distant look in his eyes. 
and almost gently he'll pick up Soul Render from the table and he'll run his hand along the blade. <sighs> and I remember now, I wielded this sword to defeat the monstrous seeker Ong Doon. He must have shattered my mind, and yet I survived. If I could stop him, I can stop you. My apologies, Noodles and company, but I cannot let you leave this room. Um. I don't want to hurt any of you, but if all I have to do is stop you from leaving, once Ravi and the Hegemon return, everything will be back to normal. I implore you, just sit back down. We can discuss this further. Okay. I think we need to leave. I think the threats make this very clear. Let's get out of here. Uh, yeah, uh, if it's Mount Orem or Demigod, maybe Mount Orem. Okay, let's go. Uh, Come on, Mo. Just to make sure I understand correctly, <laughs> you guys want to fight your way out of the room? I never said that. <laughs> no, he wants to fight us in the room. We don't want to fight, but we're going to have to. I think Kavis mm-hmm. intends to try to keep us here against our will. I think he made that abundantly clear, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, well, why don't we cut to commercial? So I can plan the combat real quick. Uh, and we'll be back after these short messages from, from whoever. Hey, you listening. Yeah, I see you. Come on over and listen up. We here at Dead Beats Deli know how much you're craving our hot, sticky buns. Filled tight with the crude meat. Nowhere else in the oceans of Kythar can you find a deli that'll toss your salad right at the table. So stop on by and get a throat full. Only at Deadbeats. You can't beat our meat. It's late, and I know you're all alone with no magic and misadventure in your life. Well, come on over to our Patreon and join our Discord. We have tons of people, including the cast and crew to talk to, to keep you entertained with all the chaos you need. So why don't you sign on up? Find us at allbdysonfriendspatreon.com. Ooh, <laughs> we're waiting for you. <laughs> All right, we're back. You guys still want to fight? Uh-huh. Okay. Um, you don't have much time left before Ravi gets back, uh, possibly with the hegemon ready to leave the island. So with time running out, every round you spend in this room will increase the difficulty of leaving uh, by two, the DC. <clears throat> so with that in mind... Let's roll initiative. Okay. Also, I, I realized I never, Egret never said where she stood, so I'll have mm-hmm. to figure that out, too. Finian. Yes? Your initiative, please. Oh, uh, 13. Mo? Well, I I rolled with disadvantage because I haven't made my mind up about mm, Fair. So I have an 8. Tala. Uh, 12. Heen. 15. And JR. Net one. <laughs> oh, shit. We're not getting out of this room, are we? I saw the future and I say, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Joey, make him stop. Egret <laughs> stands and goes to uh, stand next to Kavis mm. at the door. Oh, gosh. We could do some real good. I ought to my friends to at least try. It's what they would have done. Egret puts a hand on Kavis's shoulder, casting uh, some kind of spell on him. And then she pulls out her warhammer and prepares to defend the door. Heen, it's your turn. We're getting out of here. I'm just going to instantly cast Mind Blast. It's a level six psionic spell. Uh, so I'm going to 
reach out now with my enlightened mind and just psychically shove everything in front of me, uh, which which be the two of them, I, I guess. Uh, so they're going to need to make a DC 17 int save. You know what's really awesome about Egret's Paladin aura? <laughs> uh, they both pass. Since they both <laughs> passed, they're not going to be stunned, but they are still going to take uh, 11 psychic damage. Finian. Is Kavis wearing armor? He's wearing light armor. Metal? No. No, he can't. He's a triton. He can't oh, right. swim in heavy armor. Yeah. Soul Render's metal. Uh, Soul Render is metal, and Egret is wearing full plate <clears throat> armor. I guess I can try a heat metal spell on them. Oh, no. On Soul Render? <laughs> yes. You could, yeah. <laughs> and see if Kavis will drop it. <clears throat> so I cast heat metal on Soul Render. Okay. Does Soul Render make a save? Nope. There's no save attached to it, as far as I can see. Nine points of damage. And he will make a constitution save, or drop Soul Render. Yeah. Uh, he drops Soul Render. Did you include the aura? He does not drop Soul Render. <laughs> <laughs> Did Soul Render pass the, the uh, psychic save? Were you targeting Soul Render? He was in a cone in front of me. Oh, I will I will have Soul Render make an intelligence save. So weird. <laughs> uh, he failed with a 15. Okay, so he'll take 22 psychic. Okay. Did and he and he's more? stunned. Yep, Soul Render stunned. the sword is stunned. Yep. Okay. So weird. Does that mean that he falls out of Cavus's hand? <laughs> no, nah, he just goes limp. The <laughs> sword goes limp. I like the visual of that. <laughs> Tana. I will cast Blade Ward. To protect you from an yeah. attack. Yep. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. And I'm just going to kind of <sighs> skitter, try and skitter around them, you know, <laughs> while they're like blowing on their blistered hands. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It doesn't work out too well. Oh. Yeah. What, do they like stick out their well, foot and trip I'm, me? <laughs> <laughs> As you approach, Egret was prepared and she make opposed athletics. I don't need to. I got a nat one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Egret very gently and very... Uh, lovingly shoves you aside, but you just go flying to the ground. Ow! Yeah. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Even like a like, soccer player who's flopped. <laughs> Even Egret's like, oh no! <laughs> like, ah! Very apologetic. Ah! No. Uh, I haven't picked a side yet, guys. Well, <sighs> if this helps, the hegemon will come back and will kill us all. Okay, okay. Mo. Remember how scared you are of me? Now imagine me like a hundred spans high. Very calmly, <laughs> I'm going to walk up with Egret and Kavis and mm -hmm. stand next to them. And then I'm going to look at Tana, roll my eyes, <laughs> and just start punching Kavis in the stomach. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let chaos Mo, your next two attacks are a 20 and a 10 from Zach and Jason. Oh my, I just oh got a gosh. wombo combo? You just wombo combo, yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. okay, well, so Joey. Yes. Are you aware of Kibble Tasty's homebrew monk? <laughs> uh, I read it when you chose it for this, like a year Do ago. Do you remember what I get at level 11? Not off the top of my head. I get an ability called Where It Hurts. <laughs> so... Just a quick reminder for everyone, I have a magic item that lets me crit on 20s and 10s, and 
upon hitting level 11, when I critical someone, when I use a key point to activate stunning strike on them, they have to roll with disadvantage on the save. So we're going to go ahead oh and use gosh. some key points. And that aura is right there. So Kavis will have to <laughs> take two rolls at disadvantage or he'll be stunned. Uh, the save is 15. With disadvantage, he still succeeded. Both of them? Yeah, with his lo- he rolled was super well. His lowest roll is a 25. Uh, wow. Well, on that note, he's going to go ahead and take some damage. You know? <laughs> oh, so. wait. The next enemy save is a not one from Jason. Never mind. Oh, he Jason. Fails. Was it Jason and Zach? Yeah. Yeah. You got. Thank you, guys. <laughs> okay. So he, the he gods conspiring to save us. <laughs> Seriously. So he is stunned. And oh, man, I guess I get to pick the damage, too. We're going to make it lightning. <laughs> uh, yep. So he will take he's going to take 26 lightning. Ooh, OK. And so he's stunned on the ground now, right? He is. Yeah, he's like uh, his muscles are contracting and he's. <sighs> All right, here we go. I'm just going to go for the big play, guys. I'm going to use a key point to get two more attacks. I'm now going to attack Egret. So before you attack, Mo. OK, I'm going to be like, Mo. Her, she's weak. Yeah, I know you're gonna try and punch the center, but punch the sides. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I'm going to give you my 19 because I saw this happening. Wow. Oh, so I get an auto hit. Oh, that's cool. Okay, I have one more attack, okay. so I hit one. <laughs> and I missed the second one. Uh, okay, so on that hit, I'm going to use a key point to try and stunning strike her. She doesn't have disadvantage, so I don't know if this is going to work. I have also seen this, and she fails, and I'll give her that, too. Oh, my Ooh, God. That's, that's like That's two wombo combos in a row. How, wow. Were five dice applied to your turn to make it work? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> uh, the universe has decided that both of them are stunned. And... I guess just to add insult to injury, uh, she'll take nine uh, punching damage. (laughs) (laughs) JR, it's your turn. I'm going to look at everyone. Let's run. They're stunned. Go, go, go. And I'm going to run out the door. Run. Gonk, Gonk will stop you. Hegemon, powerful mage. And do not be stunned forever. Gonk, stay behind. Cause distraction. Oh, Gonk. But, okay... How? What? What do we do? There's water everywhere. <laughs> we'll borrow a boat. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding? All right. Okay, go. Go. Wow. <laughs> oh, Rob is going to kill us. Uh. <clears throat> Joe, are you okay? <laughs> <clears throat> That's the saddest I've seen him look in a while. <clears throat> okay. Um. So <laughs> the door leads out to the cave, of course. To the left, it runs deeper down, and to the right, you can hear the sound of wind and crashing waves from the exit. I assume you go that way. We should go left. <laughs> uh, I need everyone to make a stealth check. Okay. Uh, the DC only went up by two, because you only spent one round. The DC is only... It started as 10. I thought that would go longer. So, DC 12. <laughs> Who passed? Who failed? I passed. 
I passed with exactly a 12. Same. <laughs> so Finian turned into a small bird and he passed with flying colors because he has flying colors. <laughs> what about you, Heen? I got so well, I got a 21. I watched the mind ripples from my blast bounce around and I knew exactly where people were and where they weren't. So I'm 21 stealth. Okay, well, you guys leave the cave uh, going up onto the island. I know exactly how we're going to get out. You see, I love gold. <laughs> so did Stramir. And he had a big pile of it. Hey, guys, I know the cave. Just follow me this way. And I'm going to lead them to uh, the treasury, Joey. Uh, wait, 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 what? <laughs> wait, are What's the, on the way? The boat is literally directly behind us. Tana, they'll be expecting that. We have to go this way. <laughs> Damn it, she's right. <laughs> I just sigh and fall into a step behind you. Tana, what was your stealth roll? 16. Okay, so... This was a collective stealth check. I'm increasing the DC because you guys aren't actually just leaving. You're going <laughs> deeper into the caves. Yeah, that's Two fair. of you fail. Mo and JR fail. However, the other three of you succeed. So I guess you guys still succeed. Yes. Mm -hmm. And with Gaunt okay. causing a distraction. Uh, wow, but okay. the skin of our teeth, guys. So Oof. what are you doing? You're taking them to Skrymir's gold? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, fine. Fill your pockets! <laughs> He's an old ancient dragonite. He's probably gathered all kinds of treasure. You each have enough time to take 5,000 gold quickly. He keeps them very well organized. Alright. Okay. Wow, okay. <laughs> what else was he doing with his time? <laughs> <laughs> Good thinking, JR, man. Yeah, until we're caught. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> pockets filled with gold. You guys escape uh, Strymir's cave. <laughs> Uh, and you see, of course, Fortune's Favor, Ravi's boat still there at the rickety dock. And you run up on deck and find there, of course, are still a few of her crew members just Shit. doing chores on, on deck. They don't really react to you. They don't know you're trying to escape, but they do notice you. Um, okay, I'm going to cast Friends on, um, I don't know, can I, can I see like the first mate? Uh, sure, sure. Okay, awesome. Um, I'm going to go up to the first mate and I will cast Friends. Um, hi. What's the first mate's name? Uh, you know, I think Greg named a couple of them last episode. Was one of them Jimbo? Yeah. We're gonna, we're gonna, <laughs> you you run up to this ASMR. Kay. He has frail, small wings, but Kay. beefy arms. He's uh -oh. worked here for a long time. <laughs> Someone skipped wing day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I almost made Nolan do his I was drinking. <laughs> um... Jimbo, hi. Um, as you may have heard, we are the um, um, the new demigods, and we need you to take us. To take us. Hold on one second. Huddle! <laughs> <laughs> so I'll have all of you crowd around in a circle. Do we have time for this? <laughs> We've got less than a minute. Oh, but we had time for gold. <laughs> we always have time for gold. Where are we going? I cannot go to Mount Orem. That's where we have to go. Why? 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 She's gonna use me. She's gonna use me as a tool. You are. What if? Wait, wait. What if we use her? Tana, we can we can go there and double cross them. Like, isn't that what everyone does there? What if we double cross the double crossers? Martoni's gonna kill me. Not if we're all there. We got your back. We'll protect you, and we're very strong. I'm yeah, sure she'll we have can to kill take all of us. Okay, I'll just disguise myself when we get there. Jimbo, <laughs> take us to take us to Mount Orem fast. Uh, and make a persuasion with advantage because because of your spell. I got a twenty-seven. A twenty-seven. <laughs> the the crew who is hesitant about all of this. Um, 
gods, come on. You are the seven, or so, or three of the seven, at least. <laughs> uh, yeah. Jimbo will, uh, like, rub his hands together, like, timidly. But Tana, what about the others? They're, they're coming on a second boat, Jimbo. <laughs> they're, they, they're bringing supplies, uh, heavy supplies. Just go. Okay, Tana. <laughs> Just that don't voice? hurt my body. I'll pat him delicately on the shoulder and try and be gentle. <laughs> this is what happens when I don't get to plan on PCs. <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> they will let down the mast and and sail away from the island. Oh yay. Uh, uh after a minute, however, uh-huh. the spell wears off. And oh. it is realized what is, has happened. Um, and two, two of the three crewmates who are up on deck will jump in one of the life rafts and sail back. Uh, Jimbo will stay. That's fair. Um, he's scared. He's yeah. scared of what you'll do to him. Yeah. If he oh, leaves. poor guy. Uh, but on shore, you can see Ravi coming up, a uh, handful of beer that she was bringing oh. back to the, just oh. get like, you can't hear her, but she's giving you an exasperated look like, what the hell? JR, any chance you'll fly back there and grab those? <laughs> <laughs> so, Sorry, Robbie. <laughs> wow. Robbie, I probably won't sing this one. Probably. No guarantees. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, as gonk wielding soul render fends off the hegemon She's and so you badass. sail off, uh, to Mount Orem, that is where we will continue next week. Why do you say that like you don't have the rest of the episode planned? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, we have to cut this episode a little short. Sorry. Uh, you know, you could a- just sink the boat and we could all die instead of going to Mount Orem. Just and- a thought. Wow, someone really doesn't want to go to Mount Orem. <laughs> I mean, I would just turn into a dolphin and swim away. So no, that- I mean, I'm excited to see Mount Orem, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like just like place. I just want to put this in the the air. We're going to Mount Orem after, like directly after we just got rid of all of his plans. Thank you all for listening to our podcast. <laughs> God, and a special thanks to our greater deities, Ricky, Linda, and the diligent protector. Our deities, Zach, Vic, Alley Cat, Malpomony, PM, Jason, and Indy. Our Celestials, Iron Jaw, Ride Andre, Holly Mack, Little Lib, David Green, Virgil McClurkin, and Chris Kremkow. Our heroes, Dave H., Chris Matowski, and Catgirl, and all of our adventurers. If you want to affect the story like they do and apply five dice rolls to Moe's one turn, <laughs> uh, come roll with us on Patreon. That's all I have for today. Literally. Uh, yeah, time to go plan Mount Orem. See you all next week. Bye. See you. Hopefully, see you guys. Bye. <laughs>